Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. All right, let's get to Priya Misra, Global Head of Rate Strategy at TD Securities. Priya, key period here in the next 10 days. We've got a lot happening, as you mentioned, the Fed and the Bank of England, but also the October jobs report, the CPI, the latest CPI, and the midterm elections. It's kind of crazy to think of, of there being one story there that you can distill into a strategy, or can you? Yes, there is a lot of data. I think the one common story is that the Fed and other central banks have to keep tightening policy. But the question is, you know, can do, does the narrative of front loading come to an end? You know, and I think that's what the market is waiting for this pivot. I just think if the Fed can signal that they can go 75 and then they can slow down the pace of hikes, I think the market will be comforted by that because let the data guide how much tightening in policy has gone through because the Fed and other central banks have done a lot. And I think just an acknowledgement of how much they have tightened and the fact that data responds with a lag, I think that'll be enough to comfort the market. I think that's concerned that the Fed and other central banks may have overdone it. So I think we'll be data dependent, but we'll be watching the message from central banks, whether they've caught up and now they can afford to be more responsive to data. Okay, we've got a lot of angles to that, but I wanted to get to China. We've got limited time in this slot. Uh, that comment from Chris Wood over at Jeffries that, that this is the end of the pro-growth reform period in China. Is that truth to you or maybe overreaction? No, I think, you know, we know that China is struggling with the debt overhang. Uh, they're still trying to go through their uh, deregulation part on, on the tech sector. So I think that it's probably more cohesive policy, more, um, you know, uh, operationally, I think, better uh, implemented policy. But I, yeah, I think the years or, or decades of China leading the world GDP, I think that's over. Uh, as as they're trying to shift into more mature growth. So I think the market's overreacting a little bit, but we are likely to see slower growth from China as, as they try and become a more mature economy. And just really briefly, with, with yields up and the dollar up, uh, it, it might suggest to investors that inflation is, is coming under control. Uh, e, e, I mean, that seems doubtful, uh, but the rally in stock shows there's some resilience. So what gives? I think um, we are looking for some decline in inflation. I hear you that it's been something we've been calling for for a while and the market's been wrong on it. But, you know, commodity prices have come off. I think some aspects of service inflation comes off. Um, and I think that's why the equity market's been a little bit more uh, positive just because of the Fed need not go as fast. But I think yeah. uh, inflation's going to be sticky. Uh, Priya, let's just, you know, we've got the uh, interest rate move, of course, coming up. Uh, but you know, the thing is... Uh, how much are they willing to sacrifice the economy to restore their credibility? Sure, that's the trillion-dollar question. But I would say right now, the Fed doesn't see much of a conflict because the data is still strong in the U.S. 
the labor market is well below what they argue Nehru is or non-accelerating rate of unemployment. So for now, I think the Fed can continue to raise rates. I would argue that they need to not raise rates at 75 basis points or they can slow it down, but they can keep going because the data is still strong on the on the day on, on the growth front on the, on the growth as well as labor market front. I think that uh, conflict will really show up next year because we'll see the delayed impact of hikes um, on the economy. But that's, I think, a good six months away when the consumer starts to give way. Uh, Priya, it's interesting you bring up uh, Nehru. I, I mean, of course, that's the, as you mentioned, non-accelerating inflation rate of unemployment, um, because this would seem to then uh, perhaps go to that the Phillips curve is alive and well, perhaps just uh, slightly more askew than it was. Yeah, I think, um, you know, all the talk around how the Phillips curve was dead, I think we saw it re-emerging. Uh, but I think the question is, what is Nehru? Um, the, you know, the, the Fed says it's about 4%. Jay Powell has talked about it being potentially higher. I mean, the uh, um, wage inflation is very high. So you could even make the case that perhaps Nehru is 4.5, which actually means that the Fed probably does not respond, even if the unemployment rate rises by a percentage point from here which I would argue is very close to recessionary levels, but the Fed might be looking for more of a five or a higher unemployment rate, yeah. which actually means that the seeds of a recession are being sowed here. Well, it also means that we probably haven't seen a peak in, in rates yet. In the front end, I would argue, yes. And, um, you know, we talked about sticky inflation. If we see inflation reading staying high and the unemployment rate not rising fast, I think in the front end, yes. In the long end, I think we have to think, I mean, we're arguing that the peak has been set. It's in the four to four and a half percent range. And actually, duration looks uh, risk is going to look attractive as the economy starts to show signs of slowing. So it's an unusual environment here. We're seeing quite a lot of resilience, uh, and some would interpret that as, as, as confidence in taking on more risk. Um, it seems like you're suggesting that we should be a little bit careful. I don't necessarily want you to put an equities hat on, but in looking at risk for the end of the year, is there a big difference between what we can expect in the short term versus the medium? Yeah, I think in the short term, we've had a big pullback. So, you know, you can see risk stabilize, especially if the Fed can start to slow down the pace of hikes. But I do think medium term, if the earnings estimates are going to get revised lower because the consumer is dealing with negative wage growth or there's been a lot of tightening put in by the Fed, I have to worry about earnings, um, you know, revisions lower or recession. I would argue recession is not priced into risk assets. So I am more concerned medium term, though in the near term, in two year end, we could, we could probably have a bit of a bear market rally. Priya, but what about uh, the dollar? Where does it go next? I mean, it does look a bit wobbly. Have we had peak hawkishness? In which case, do we have peak dollar behind us? Yeah, we actually think, I mean, when it comes to the dollar, it's all about relative performance with the rest of the world. The U.S. is still outperforming the rest of the world. So uh, we don't, I mean, even if we've hit peak dollar, I think we're going to plateau at a very high level because I would argue the U.S. is still performing the best within the world in terms of growth, in terms of how much the Fed can continue to hike versus other central banks. So I think the dollar strength is here to stay, though we might just, you know, be more stable around these levels if all central banks can downshift a little bit. And just briefly, I guess, the uh, the PCE data late last week uh, wasn't all that encouraging if you're hoping inflation's on its way down. 
Right. Now, I think, you know, when you look at diffusion in indices around inflation or the broad based nature, inflation is extremely broad based. And that makes me concerned that it's going to be sticky. Well, on that bombshell, thank you, Priya. Tria Mister, the Global Head of Rate Strategy at TD Securities, getting her take on what the Federal Reserve does and other central banks and uh, generally the economic zeitgeist. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.